Startup Unscripted. The questions you have with the truths you need to hear. And now your host, Michael Dencio. All right, all right, guys. Welcome, welcome back. This is Michael Dencio with uh, Dental uh, Startup Unscripted. I, I screwed up. I'm in the wrong program, but good to see you guys back. Look, we, we got a fun program today. Um, it's all things kind of systems, patient flow, and and engagement. And um, I'm lucky to have my partner on on the podcast today. Paula, say hi. Hi, Paula. Hey, hi, Paula. Hi, Paula. Um, we today, today I had to pull in the big guns because Paula, as you guys know, does um, or helps with all things systems and operations. And so I was totally fish out of water today, but I'm going to try to do my best and act like I know everything about what happens inside a dental office. But Paula's going to going to help us here. But um, yeah, thanks for being on the program again, as always, Miss Miss Paula. But without further ado, let's um, let's get uh, Camille Kinney on with Dental Intelligence. She um, helps us. She's a partner and and brings uh, us a, a pretty cool solution for a lot of our clients. So we thought um, in interviewing her and and giving her the stage today. So uh, welcome to the program, Camille. Thank you. So big big picture, guys. I'm here with Michael and I on stage. I know. I, ho- I hope she gets a word in her too. We, Paul and I are always fighting and trying to steal, steal the stage. But, um, but yeah, no, guys, like, look, w- as a startup, uh, should be thinking about systems and getting uh, going, you know, just to put you in the right mind frame. Here we are. We've got the space. Construction's happening. Marketing uh, probably has strategy on what we're going to do to to get calls coming in. But then it's really about like, what do we do when we get those calls? <laughs> oh, crap. We got to actually engage with patients and help them and do dentistry. And so essentially that's that's where we're at. And I always get the, the question kind of like, well, what next? How do I set, set that? How, how, when do I start setting those systems up? And so I'm going to actually pass this to to Paula. Like, that's the first question. We, we're going to bring Cam- Camille in on, on the solution. But like with this topic, like what do you usually tell clients when uh, we're thinking about these things and how early we, we need to start thinking about patient workflow? Well, I'd like to think about it, um, you know, a few months out. There's a lot of decisions to be made, um, you know, and some of them are a domino effect. So, you know, to choose one thing, you want to choose another Um, We start looking at what do you want your patient experience to look like and all of that stuff. So I would say, you know, as soon as you you um, I would say a couple months out, two to three months out, I'd definitely be thinking about what do you want that to look like? How do you want that to be implemented? Um, I know there's a lot of choices out there. So that's that's usually the first question is how how do I choose? Which one do I choose? Um, I want to be automated the days of paper forms are almost gone. Um, still, still, still a few standing, um, but <laughs> convenience, right? Um, a lot of them are all about convenience. How do, how do we do this? Uh, the digital world is here. So we want to streamline things or at least make that available as much as possible. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah. that's, where, that's where we start is, you know, when would be two to three months out. And then the next, um, when do I start making the decision? And the next thing is, you know, which one do I choose? 
Yeah, I, I guess that's a perfect lead in on um, which one do we choose? And which so one do we choose? Uh, <laughs> exactly. So so I guess let's just start with like, who is Medento and Dental Intelligence? And tell us a little bit about the company and what you do and, and what solutions you guys provide uh, these 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 doctors setting up start, startups. Absolutely. Um, we all are about patient experience. Um, keeping offices up to date about the patient experience is huge. Um, we do provide online scheduling, which is crucial for um, startups, I believe. Um, obviously, digital forms, our forms really set us apart in the industry. Um, because we are dental specific, it really is nice because we can set up so much customization, whereas other platforms, it's kind of a one size fits all. Yeah. Um, but really, it is about patient experience. It is, you know, communicating with patients in their preferred method. Um, you know, as far as text, uh, texting goes, um, digital forms, all of that stuff, consent forms, um, really just helping the, the office from the get go, go paperless. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Paula, you, you alluded to this, right? That it's the digital age where, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like post COVID changed it all. Don't you, Paula? Like, I feel like when we coach clients, like getting people to fill out their stuff early was like impossible. And then all of a sudden COVID happened and people sat in the, in the parking lot and couldn't come into the office. Like, right. Am I, am I? Well, I mean, I think it's been around a little bit longer than that, but I think you're right. I think what's changed is, is convenience. We're now we want to be in the comfort of our home and do things. So I think that's the big thing. I think the scheduling on the line online became huge. I think, um, you know, making, you know, like you just said, making it uh, less traffic in the offices became a big thing. Um, so I think having all that stuff previously done and making sure that, you know, it's all solidified. I think patient experience became really big too, right? Where, you know, we all kind of took a downturn with patients coming, you know, to our practices. So, you know, it's, it's loyalties change. A lot of things have changed. So I think it's really cool. The more we enhance our patient experience through making things simple and easy for them, when they come in, we're ready for them and all the different aspects, um, I think is really where it's at for a dental practice. That's what patient experience is all about. Cam, why, why Medento? Like, like they're, they're like as consultants, Paul and I get the question like literally daily, sometimes uh, multiple times per day, uh, sometimes multiple times in the same hour. <laughs> why, why Medento? We, we're big fans, but I'd rather hear it from you. Like what, what's the, what's the game changer with you guys? Sure. Um, I think because we are, our, our, our platform is so customizable that it works, especially for startups. Um, obviously they run extremely differently than an established practice does. And we have the ability to customize it to a practice. Um, I mean, there's there's so many things. Um, again, us being dental specific, really, that's huge. Um, we don't work with any other verticals. So, I, I mean, I, I think there's just, we have, we have such a tight partnership with a, a lot of patient management softwares, and they choose to partner with us, us which says a lot, you know, about Modento. Um, but I really do think it's about, I mean, the customization. I, I don't think that every practice runs the same. And I think to have that that leniency on the dashboard and how they're going to run their practice and their patient experience, um, it kind of sets us. It, it just sets Medento apart. Yeah, 
Pollock. Oh, don't, don't raise your hand. Okay, wait a second. This is a perfect opportunity. No, I, I, no, no, no. I, don't, wanna, I don't care about interrupting you. I don't want to interrupt Camille. Wanna... But, but this, is a perfect, this is a perfect opportunity to uh, remind everybody to watch this entertainment on YouTube or, or whatever, whatever you're watching this. Right, shut up. Now I'm going. <laughs> yeah, so, so Paula just raised her hand. So how polite of her, but go ahead, Paula, what were you going to add to well, that? Well, I was going to say, because I work a lot with startups, I think one of the really cool things is the automation, like the online scheduling. We're, we ask these startups to work minimal days when they start um, and have minimal team, right? Because we can't have them having a bunch of overhead and being in there five days a week and racking up, you know, team, uh, a lot of people say staff, I don't like the word staff, uh, team hours and things like that. So what it helps do is, you know, these patients can schedule online, um, which is really, really super convenient. Um, when they do get scheduled, the forms are going to go out to the patient so that, um, it doesn't get forgotten um, or forgotten to uh, send because then you may come in on a, and I'm going to ask you Camille how that works so that, so that I don't mess that up. But so that way that when you come into the practice, um, maybe you work a Tuesday and then you don't work again until a Thursday, that there are some things that don't slip through the cracks with those patient forms. So because it automatically sends out reminders and, and does different things, I think that really helps when you're down with a skeleton crew, skeleton days. This is what, what you get when you're live, right? Can I you guys know, this that? is live. That's um, <laughs> Everybody meet, meet Coda. Uh, yes. Coda's policy. Um, Infamous dog, but and my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but get, you know, I, I think to go. Uh, to well, I wanted to ask Camille real quick though before you butt in is, um, Camille, how does that work when they schedule online with local med? You know, I just want to make sure that we're saying that right. When does that form get sent out? Does it have to have a, a live person involved? And maybe you can explain that situation so that we they can understand how cool it actually is. Sure. No, absolutely. We don't need, once they book online, the forms will automatically go out to the new patient. Um, it will send out a confirmation for their appointment along with the forms to be, you know, for them to complete. We also, to eliminate staff from having to babysit those new patient forms or links, it will automatically attach to any reminder and confirmation going out, which is huge. Um, some of the other companies out there, basically, you have to babysit those links. You have to keep copy and pasting them. They expire every 24 hours. Ours does not. Um, and it will automatically fully upload into their patient management software as well. So there's no copying and pasting, anything like that. Um, that part's, you know, part of one of my favorite features is just being able to, you know, know that the software is doing it versus relying on staff to actually copy and paste that, that link. And tell them like, so obviously you guys have every form under the sun and moon. <laughs> um, I don't think you could ask for a form. Maybe I think I found one that was really bizarro that I was like, oh, um, tell them what I love too, is you can custom, when you get set up with Medento, um, your team on boards, you get to customize like those defaults that we were talking about, the package that goes out for a new patient and then those updates a year or two later. Tell them a little bit about that because I think that's a really cool uh, system as well. Yeah, absolutely. So again, you can customize all the forms um, uh, and you can- You don't need packets. What was that? 
<laughs> but you barely need to. You really don't need to. But you really don't. But some offices they want some like specific questions in there. We can edit those for them. Um, we do have default set on our forms, which is really nice. It eliminates all human error. So um, we can actually read if you guys, if an office says that they want a health history update or a HIPAA compliancy form done, say once a year, once every two years, we can actually set that default and read into the upcoming appointments and automatically send them out. Again, instead of relying on staff, them having to go a week or two in, you know, in advance, going through copying and pasting those links, obviously we're gonna read out, we're gonna send those, shoot those off to the patient. Again, even with the default forms, um, or updates, it's automatically going to attach to their reminders if they have not yet completed them. The other thing too with, with our forms, which I think is huge, um, if somebody's in the middle of filling out forms or something like that and they set down their phone, they go do their meeting, take, take care of their kids, whatever it might be, they can actually reopen that link and it will save what they've already entered. So that part's huge for the patient experience, I think. Nice. So if, if Sunday I'm closed, maybe even Sunday and Monday, especially a startup, right? And a patient gets online and they schedule, they'll get their forms. And if they happen to schedule for Tuesday, those forms will be in our practice waiting on us. Correct. And Always. in, and in the, the patient software. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, I do want to like touch on that from like a, probably like a deeper level, because I, I wonder if the folks out there driving to work right now, I wonder if they even appreciate some of these um, these things because they've never lived uh, the pain of the front office. Um, I, I I I hear you talking about it all the time, Paula. Like mm -hmm. to me, automation and and I hate to say it, but finding ways to be more efficient with less bodies is I hate to say it the name of the game it's the truth right, right. and so and the front office person Paula you, you say it all the time like it's one of the hardest jobs um so like when you owned your practice and you were trying to keep all the balls up in the air like give us a little bit of the you know inside uh, insider here on why this this shit actually matters <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, mainly because especially if you're, you know, you have one person up front and I'll say this really quickly, answering calls, scheduling, checking people in, checking people out, submitting claims, collecting over the counter, presenting a treatment plan, right? They've got literally 80 jobs. And the worst part about it, that's why I say the front office is the hardest part it's like unpredictable all day. It's not, I mean, I think hygiene, don't get me wrong. I've been a hygienist for 26 years. It's not an easy job. Dental assistants, definitely not an easy job, but front office, we don't, we don't even get a schedule of how it's going to go. Right. It's just whatever, whenever a patient feels like calling us or, or, you know, what have you. So if I can free my front office up as much as possible for patient care so they can take care of the patient in the practice, in the moment. And most of that's going to be, uh, you know, greeting, of course, um, treatment plan, uh, getting the treatment plan together, presenting the treatment plan, collecting any money due that day and getting them back on the schedule. That's where I want my one and only front office to be mm -hmm. typically if we have even two that means our practice is even larger which we're not going to have in a startup that's a whole different story because then there's the whole you know insurance and all of that there's a whole nother position that's created with with someone who's a more seasoned practice so you know again it's also the limitation of 
maybe not being in the practice every day. I mean, you know, Michael, I only had my practice open three days, maybe three and a half. I needed like a partial body there. And that's what uh, Medento did for me with online scheduling, with, mm-hmm. with being able to do the forms, the automated text reminders, things like that. It was almost like a, a person was there that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, the to the practice. Yeah. And we're the least expen- expensive than an employee. <laughs> we don't talk back and we won't quit. <laughs> and there's so many other features we're not even getting into. You know, um, one of the other really cool features I think I can mention, or I'll even ask Camille about it. Camille, you tell us. I'm, I'm sitting here like uh, being the rep that I said I wouldn't be. Tell us a little bit about, you know, not sending statements, which is another whole job for a team member is, is sending out those statements. Why don't you yeah. tell us a little bit about that? And I think you even have a, a ability to send a treatment plan. Yep. We can do treatment plans. We can send something like that. <laughs> yeah. We can do treatment plans and consent forms. Um, the tech to pay is huge. We're getting offices paid 80 times quicker. It is the preferred method these days. Um, I'm actually the perfect example of this because I owed my pediatrician office $42. Mm. They kept sending me statement after statement after statement. I don't have checks. I don't even know where my stamps are these days. You know what I mean? Um, and so they were sending it to me and I swear it was like four months. And this is like the most embarrassing story. But No, like- I have one of those too right now with my vet, but go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm like, if you would just send me a link, I'd pay it right now. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> exactly what it is. So we I call it a virtual terminal. Um, basically, they can send out the a text to pay request and the patients can thumbprint their payment right over. Um, it does automatically write back into their patient manager. Thumbprint? Thumbprint? You, well, because most people have their credit card saved. That's awesome. So, pa- ta- uh, yeah, with your phone. And your face print. Right? Face print. The, uh, offices are going to come across this more and more in 2024 because banks and credit cards are highly encouraging people not to carry a physical card. Mm-hmm. Um, Amex just sent me one, a virtual card the other day and told me I could, to get rid of my physical card if I wanted to. I still like to hold a physical card, but you know, banks are kind of encouraging people to take that route. So the text is really perfected this yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the phone. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah, the a- Apple Pay. So you're absolutely right. It's it's convenience, right? It it's convenience and just getting the offices paid much quicker. Like I said, my pediatrician office has been I'm going to pay them today, I swear. Uh, but they have been. <laughs> I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to call you. I'm going to text you. <laughs> I, I actually did try. I left my one evening, I left my credit card on their answering machine for them to call me back the next day and leave me a voicemail that they can collect credit cards over the phone, but they physically had to have me on the phone. I've never mm-hmm. called. Um, so, again, it's just about convenience. It's all about. Yeah. The patient experience, you know. Well, it, it also saves you time with the statements and mailing them and the t- and all that crap. Money, um, money, money. Uh, in, in that in that vein, um, we we've never had a a uh, someone pipe in with a question, but uh, our our billing specialist was <laughs> watching the episode. Why is your name in there? <laughs> and, well, it, it, it's just part of the process, and so. Um, <laughs> Uh, as, as, essentially, Stefani here asked. What's well, funny is we've been we've been wanting to do an update demo with Camille, and <laughs> Stefani's like, I need to know more about Medento. So here she is now. Just <laughs> so, so Cam, the the question is: Does Medento collect insurance information prior to the patient's appointment, so that the team can verify and enter break breakdown? And so, to me, this is kind of in the same vein of collecting money and being dialed in on 
treatment plans and, and offering payment solutions. So um, I, I think I think she's probably leading us here a little bit. But is this something that can you guys walk? Can you walk us through this uh, with Medento? So we can gather, obviously, all the insurance information with the new patient forms. Um, we do offer insurance eligibility as well and full claim submissions. We are generally a lot less expensive than them trying to go through their patient management software, if I'm answering this correctly for you, Stefani. Um, but basically, we will gather the insurance information and then you guys can, the office can obviously do the eligibility straight through our dashboard and send the claims straight through there as well. With the patient management softwares, they're charging per claim and per attachment, um, which gets expensive. But with us, it would be unlimited eligibility, unlimited claims, unlimited attachments. And we have direct partnerships with all the insurance companies. So we can give you guys notifications that if a specific insurance company for like a specific procedure code requires two attachments before that claim even sends off, we're going to let you guys know. So again, you're not getting those claims sent back to the officers. Paul, can you, can you dummy this down for me? Like Denzio, dummy Denzio this down, what she just said. <laughs> because I, again, I feel like doctors might not appreciate this on that on that level what why what what cam said what why does that matter well because so when you normally when you get a practice manager software like dentrix eaglesoft open dental they they try to push their um claim submission and there's a monthly fee for those and then there's per attachment so whenever you're trying to get something paid like let's just use a crown for example you're going to need to submit an x-ray um you know, you may even submit an intraoral photo, different things like that. And it's going to it's going to cost you to add that information on to even get your claim paid. Where with through uh, Medento and their partnership, they're able to do unlimited attachments um, in, in, in verification. And then you can submit the claim through there with just it's all inclusive one fee when you sign up for Medento. So you're not paying an additional fee for your submit your claims and you're also not paying an additional fee per attachment, um, which can rack up, you know, pretty quickly. Um, the other thing um, I know that they do and Camille, I don't know, you know, um, if you get this in depth so we can just not talk about it, but I know through their particular claim submission portal, when those rejections happen, you get a lot more detail too. So you can like, easily correct those without like going into the insurance portal and having to dig for more information. You get a lot more detailed information. So you know why it, the claim did not go through and then you're just able to, to fix that and resubmit. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and you've got to have it. Every office has to have it unless you're going to print out a paper claim and snail mail it to the insurance company and print out the x-rays and attach them, which I doubt anybody does anymore. Right. Did that dummy it down enough for? Yeah, that's that's yeah. That's, that's dummy Denzio style. I, folks, it, it, we always um, joke that Paula and Stefani will be rapping about this stuff. And then I'll be like, hey, can can we talk in, in my language now? Okay. <laughs> can, can someone explain what, what you guys are well, talking about? Well, you're a great about? addition because like we sometimes get in our own head and we've got so much dental experience that we forget like we're you know, talking to most, not all startups are, are baby doctors, but a lot, you know, a lot of them and even seasoned yeah. docs, like they're not up front. So front. usually, yeah, it's not their language. They're like, I don't know what you're talking. They've, they've had the front office gal forever. They don't even know. 
Um, one thing we didn't finish up on, though, is is the treatment plan. I, I think we stopped talking before uh, we talked about a link to pay, but isn't there an option to send the treatment plan to the patient as well through? Yes, we can send it directly to the patient. Um, and they can even sign their treatment plan through there and accept the treatment and it will come back to you to the practice. Um, we do also, which a lot of my well, all, all offices, um, we do have links. So if they accept like care credit, WiseFAC, anything like that, we can actually put those links virtually on the treatment plan. So if it is an expensive wow. treatment plan, they can apply straight through that link. Right on there. Like, mm -hmm. great. Wow. That's super uh, in integrative. I, I think in, in a world where the um, millennial, zennial, I think is the appropriate, um, what do you call that, uh, demographic, I, I think this is going to become more and more a thing. Mm -hmm. um, I got in an argument with my mom this past weekend about Pain Over, during Thanksgiving. During Thanksgiving, <laughs> did um, you forget the hospitality versus? I did. You know, we 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 <laughs> train on Italian, huh? Yeah, I'm not a hospitalian. Um, <laughs> uh, we 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 got in an argument at at Thanksgiving dinner about how doctors need to offer in-house financing, and I explained to her how inappropriate that is, and that doctors are not. Banks. And so we had this whole conversation around <laughs> patient financing and finding solutions on that. So, Ken, that's a, that's a really cool thing. So, so getting payments virtually and offering solutions like this does does make a difference. So what I heard uh, was um, insurance verification, collections, uh, forms and engagement uh, as far as forms, getting forms back. Um Scheduling online. Scheduling okay. online. Crucial what person. else am I missing? Because it, it just seems like it's covering a lot of bases. Right well, now. The, the, just the communication in general. Sorry, Camille. No, you're good. No, yeah, no, it's the two way, the communication, being able to text, it's just convenient. Um, also, we'll, we're going to take care of all of their recall. Mm -hmm. So once they hit that point, which is crucial, it's the bread and butter for the practice, right? Once they hit that point, we're going to be right on top of it. So nobody's slipping through the cracks. What, wait, c can you deep dive on that a little bit? What do you mean when you say that recall? What are you doing for, with the recall? So we can actually read into their, their, obviously the patient management software to know if a patient is not on the schedule for say a perio maintenance appointment, hygiene appointment, whatnot. Yeah. We can actually read into that and actually start reaching out to the patient so that they can get it scheduled. We can also attach the link, the online scheduling link so they, that patient can actually schedule themselves. Ah, I see. So automating the recall process without someone physically picking up the phone. Which yeah? is huge. People don't answer the phone anymore. You know, they yeah. don't. So trying to do that without some automation and not doing it digitally is going to, it's, in my opinion, it's, it crumbles practices. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, Paula, uh, you can speak yeah. to that um, all day long. Fill my schedule. I love Fill it. my schedule. <laughs> you know, for, 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 go ahead, Paula. Yeah. Well, no, I'm going, I'm going to move on to a different subject. So if you're oh. Okay. Curveball. I like it. Go. Nice. Well, I just, you know, I, I, one of the things I always get up with startups is obviously they have no presence, right? They, they have no Google reviews. They have no, so, I mean, they're just starting their social media. They have no SEO. What, what does, does, you know, patient engagement with dental provide something for them so they can start collecting those reviews. It's really hard for front office to, ask patients for reviews. They make it very awkward. Not all of them. Some are great. Um, 
Is there something, you know, there's all the rage about all the different, you know, abilities to capture reviews. What do you, what solution do you all have to provide? Yeah. Awesome. Um, good question. Yes, we will take over reviews and help them build a name in the community. Um, the online review links will automatically be sent out. So again, we're not relying on staff. Um, as you mentioned, trying to rely on staff because they're wearing someone multiple hats, obviously it's, it's the last thing that they remember. And it's awkward, like you said, to ask them. So obviously after the appointment, we'd automatically send them a link asking them to leave an online review for the practice. Mm-hmm. So again, building them in Google um, very quickly. Nice. Yeah, and that's so key to Paula's point because there's so little, um, so little uh, of an online presence or reputation. And um, I, Paula and I always talk about like you might get 25, 30 new patients if you're lucky as a startup, and it's not so hard to like capture that moment with 20, 30 patients, but. Once you get to, you know, you see those 20 patients in six months and then that same month you get another 20 patients, that's, that's 40, you know, 40, 60, 40 to 60 new patients or patients in that month, it just starts building. And so essentially those, the, the, what you guys are trying to do is you're trying to catch things before they slip through the cracks. Right. And uh, I think I find that the front office folks uh, listening to Paul and Stefani, Stefani it, it, cr- things just always are slipping through. Mm-hmm. And and these are people, the front office people that, um, you know, frankly, you, they're not owners. Um, they're making obviously they're making OK money, but it's not like they're making incredible money. So the 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 quality sometimes of these front office people are just it's a job to them, and so anything that you can implement like this to prevent slippage is 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 key. It is. You know? it is. Oh, go ahead. I was going to add in. So the reviews are obviously crucial, but then that brings me back to the online scheduling because the online scheduling is going to lead patients to the website, which is going to keep patients on the website longer, which is going to in turn help with SEO. Yes. Paula, how do you use uh, online scheduling with a startup? Good. Let's tie that back to the timeline. Because yeah. I know I know that when I'm working with the startup on on the marketing side, and and it's always a dance of when you start accepting those those um right. those new patient calls. How how does that kind of factor in? Well, I I mean I don't know about you, but I I would want to if I was doing a startup, I'd want to open my door with some patients on the schedule, right? Um, and you know, there's obviously marketing. We do a, we want to do some marketing. Um, we want to drive them to be able to schedule. Well, we don't always have team members in there, right? The a month before we open. So, you know, usually what I would recommend is if we can get the practice management software about a month in advance, mm-hmm. engage with Medento um, online scheduling and forms. Um, and provide that, what we can start doing is allowing patients to schedule their own appointments, you know, open up the day that we know we're going to open, allowing them to start scheduling. The forms are going to go out. Um, The office will have those. And um, when we're ready to start, we've already got that presence. Um, Then we usually have, you know, a soft opening, which is a great time to bring, you know, friends and family. They are patients. We get some of those reviews going um, so that we can start out that first month really strong. So I usually say, you know, you know, I'm sure Camille has a little bit more input on that. 
if, if we could do it months in advance, I would. The, you know, usually the hiccup we have with a startup is the IT hasn't been in yet. Um, you know, we're still waiting on a, a lot of things to happen. Yeah. Um, we also, obviously, they have a big, you know, upfront cost. So we're trying to minimize cost. So it's a nice balance between, you know, do we get them going a couple of months before so we can really get that marketing and reviews going? Or do we do it about a month? So I've kind of found that's the sweet spot. It's not too expensive to pay for that practice management software a month in advance um, to, to start uh, with Medento. And then they'll have those patients hopefully on the books um, prior to coming in. Camille, do you have anything to add to that? No, I think you said it perfectly. Okay. Yeah, it's it's um, it, it, it's interesting because I, I get um, with the startups, um, I get asked about software and forms and all the things like mm -hmm. during the construction process. And that's like four months out from opening. And it's, it's always this just like pent up energy of when we can start implementing these systems. But the truth of the matter is you can't do too much um, before the marketing goes out, before you have a team, before you can even schedule. I mean, I've heard Paula talk about scheduling people with paper if we have to, like, I mean, there, there's all kinds of things that startups have to think about, but um, I, I think this kind of solution is is key uh, for for any really startup. Camille, what software right now, currently, if we just timestamp this, um, what do you guys connect to? And um, also, can you speak to cloud? I'm kind of I'm gonna come get to that um, first. What what software plugs in? Uh, are compatible, and then second, um, how do you how do you, you want to address the cloud situation? Sure. So right now we work with um, Dentrix, EagleSoft, and Open Dental. Um, with cloud-based software, I'm not a fan. I'll be 100% honest. Um, I'm just not. I think they have a ways to go. I know it can be a less expensive option, but I still feel there's so many glitches in it that I still would go server-based. That's just my personal preference. Is that because you, you, you guys don't connect to cloud services or no, is that because you... No, we do on some of them, some of our dashboards. Um, oh, you do? Yes, um, on some of our dashboards. On the Modento side, no, um, mm. we don't. Um, but again, I just feel like there's, I just feel like they're glitchy. They don't, you really have to use all of their products. So you cannot go outside of their products. They're kind of trying to monopolize. And I think that really hurts offices because in my opinion, all those patient management softwares, they're scheduling software. They are not patient communication. They're not patient engagement. They're, they're, they're not, they're just not gonna be there. Um, so I really feel like it hurts practices when they're stuck to you know having to use all of their products versus working with somebody who, a company like us, where this is our specialty. Yeah. No, I, um, I, I always say like, um, you can be great at a few things mm -hmm. and you can be good at a lot of things, um, maybe more. But, but you can't be great at everything. And right. uh, to me, keeping things open and having control, because mm -hmm. look, like if someone come, if someone else comes onto the market, that's better than Medento, which I don't know if there are too many, um, but if there was, we would want that option. Right. And right. so essentially it's more options and, and um, yeah, I mean, you, uh, I say go with people that are great at what they do Um and, and, and also competition's good, right? So right. if your price has got too, too much, then we could go with someone cheaper and that's our option, right? But cl cloud version definitely uh, limits that. Paula, you have a lot of, 
you have this conversation daily as well, cloud versus server. Mm-hmm. What, what's your opinion on it? And we'll, we'll kind of wrap this up after this. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of the same with Camille, but mine's probably just, you know, less hands-on experience with cloud. Um, I have had, I also have just feedback from the, some of our doctors or startups who went with cloud that are now switching uh, to a, a server-based um, software. So those are kind of my main things. Um, you know, I've, I've had quite a few docs that went with some of those and now are, are choosing something else. So I guess just based on that experience, I'm, I'm kind of on board with Camille on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, yeah that's yeah. where I am. I did want to, I did want to uh, say two things before we go. I would say the first thing, I think one thing we, we missed on and, and I'm not a hundred percent sure. So this is one of the reasons why I wanted to um, just get an update do you all have, because I get asked this a lot, I had just had a doc uh, buy, you know, walkie-talkies for their practice, which if you've ever been clinical um, and wearing loops and masks and then having something else on your ear and then hearing the whole office jibber-jabber, do you guys offer like an inner office communication system where the team can message each other? And, yes. and how does that work? Is that logging on to Medento? How does that work? Yeah, it's called Live Ops. They can actually track the patients through their practice as well if they wanted to, but they can do in-office chatter through that. Um, if one of the staff members has, you know, an Apple Watch, anything like that, and they're not in the office, they can still chatter through that as well. So wow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, we know what all the docs should be getting their team for Christmas. <laughs> uh, they keep asking. Um, and, I, and I'd say the last thing is just from, you know, one of the reasons, you know, I think that, you know, we are such advocates of Medento um, and their package deal. And I think you wanted to, to say something about your whole package is, you know, I used it firsthand for a, a few years in my practice and I had tried um, without naming any names, quite a few out there, um, a couple. And then in my, you know, lots of years of dental experience had experienced others, both both from a clinical aspect and from, unfortunately, front office. Um, and I just had never experienced something like Medento before. I, I love the forms. I love the ease of use. Um, I was sort of like, whoa, this is a game changer. It was, it was very, it was very cool. And so, you know, I just, I just want everyone to know that's watching it. Like I've used it like hands-on and I've used other ones. And I just, I really felt the experience for both me and my patient and my team was, uh, you know, undeniably great it was great all the way around cam are um, you pay are you paying paula on this episode is there is there like a side deal that i need to know about or i might be paying her i do think, i do think yeah i mean it is important to know you know a little bit about the competition and i i think she said it earlier with with some of the things that they do offer that just again create an amazing patient experience and more than anything, free up that front office. And I, I think just deny, you know, undeniably that's what office doctors want, right? You know, yeah. they want, you want the maximum amount of team to, to have a great patient experience, but you want the minimal amount of overhead. Um, so well I, I just, yeah. Yeah. So, well yeah, said. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, anything last to, I mean, that pretty much is the crescendo for, for you right well, there. She, but... I guess you want to throw out a couple of statistics on, you know, when, when you have the software, like some of the data they've collected over time, what, what it can do for practice. I mean, like. Yeah. After some time with the startup, once we can gather a lot of data and, in, and their analytics for them, um, we do, we can combine the dashboards, they read each other. And my practices are seeing a 54% increase in annual production when they have both combined. Oh, wow. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. Well, um, 54%. I mean, I mean, 54%. Board. I mean, we look at our numbers all the time. Right. Uh, so it really does. And how many, and how many offices uh, is that ish? I, I, I don't know. I know that we have over 10,000. I think we're at 12,000 offices right now. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, any last pieces on the product? I, uh, any last comments there, Cam, that you wanted to, to share? I just think it's crucial for a startup to have a patient communication program in place immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Well, um, be sure, folks. I mean, that, that kind of puts a wrap on it. Ladies, thanks so much for all your input. Um, Paula, thanks for being on because I surely don't know what I'm talking about in this department. <laughs> Um, be sure to, um, you know, reach out to Cam and and ask her any questions and, uh, don't be afraid to mention this episode or next level consultants. Um, we do have some perks, uh, that are baked into our status. And so that, that could help you wink, wink, um, when, when you reach out to, to, to Cam, um, with that being said, as always, all the descriptions and information is below. Um, click on that and, and can please give your information so they can get a hold, of, uh, a hold of you, okay? Wonderful. Anything else, ladies, before we shut this bad boy down? No. Thank you for having no. us. Thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, Dean. Yeah, thanks for, for being on the show and giving your time today. So I guess with, without further ado, that's a wrap. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Startup Unscripted, a dental unscripted podcast. We want to hear from you. Leave us a comment, rate the show, and don't forget to subscribe. Follow us on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube.